go for the stars. This is the Produce Your Own Life podcast. Life is a script. It's time to write your story. Welcome your host, actor, director, producer, writer, and author of the recently released book, Shattered, A Journey Through the Pieces, the man who inspires millions through storytelling and interviews, the one, the only, Rodney Damon Collins. Kitchen is uh, my very special guest for the day. Um, she is a, an author. She is a playwright. She is a podcaster. Uh, you all show some love, some hand claps, fist bumps, whatever you want to put up in the air for Ms. L.A. Walker. <laughs> you hear that applause? Everybody's going crazy. <laughs> you know, oh, you. Oh, That's awesome. Yeah, so... Um, uh, I want to thank you once again for um, uh, having time in your busy schedule for my platform and really sharing um, some beautiful things about what's happening in your life. You uh, are an incredible woman. You've accomplished a lot of great things. So I'm excited for my audience to get to know you. Um, I know what we talked about is that you're in the process of preparing uh, your, your memoirs, and it's entitled um, The Art of Seeing Beyond the Mess. So yes, I really yes. want to be quiet for a moment and let you break it down to us. What, what does that look like? Um, it's going to be presented and published in a non-traditional format. It will be presented in magazine format, eight and a half by 11. Um, it will consist of four chapters per volume. There will be four volumes released, one every month for four months. I get a chance to share a lot of crazy things that can happen in a life that didn't actually happen to me. But I'm here, I'm smiling, so I survived. And the point of the book is to encourage others that might be going through something presently or have something in their past that may have lingered and, and holding them back to let go, just to let go. I have a, a, a life coach, Mindy Kay, and a healing facilitator, uh, Nadia J. Charles, who will give a commentary at the end of each volume and ask a few questions and present some scenarios perhaps to help others who want to release from the pain of their lives and to know that it's really just another story. Well, I can't wait to I can't wait to just see it and, and grab a hold of it myself because um, I will hold my hands up and feet that I am guilty at times of not re being able to release things of the past and trying to move forward. So we all need that encouragement. I tell people your story. Yeah, yes. it's a process. You can just, you know, jump up and tell all of your business. You know, it's a, you have to really see yourself through it and see the worth of your life and how your life can touch the lives of others. Honestly, if it hadn't been for reading other stories and watching videos of people that were willing to share their story, I probably wouldn't have the courage to do this, honestly. But, so um, somebody else's story was your breakthrough to you telling your story. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> now, absolutely. Your story is going to be the breakthrough to somebody else telling their story. Yes. Or believing that they can move forward from, you know, the past, like, their past doesn't determine what their future is. Does not, does not, and and that's what I love about what you what you're saying with your memoir and your story. 
uh, with you being a playwright, uh, do you have plans to maybe turn it into a, a play in the future? I'm kind of thinking about that, um, but I think that I want to present it to some of my other playwright friends and allow them to do it because I think that I might be a little too close to it mm. to actually bring it to the stage the way I would want to see it. So I, I want to back off and trust someone else's skills. Yes. Because um, in writing plays and being in, in the movie industry, you know that the writer writes. The director then tells the story from a different angle. The actors and actresses, they tell another story by their delivery. So um, I want to give it life, and I think it's just better for me to back up. I, I like that. Um, I, I will probably do the same thing, like have other people like put it together. And But I, I, I'm pretty sure you're going to be executive producer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's your story. So you're like, hey, I need to know everything you're going to say about me. Right, right. I think I could be a good consultant. How's that? Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Now, now you also have a podcast. Uh, would you mind sharing, you know, what your podcast is about and how we can, you know, get more people involved and listening to it and supporting it? Thank you so much. Um, the name of the podcast is Up is Higher Than Down, and the premise is any part of up, any part of up. So, to be honestly, I do not intend to uh, imply that life is easy because it's not. But I do want people to know that if you can look at your day and decide that I'm going to find the good in this day, I'm going to stay up deliberately, defiantly, and determined to stay up during the course of that day, just that one day, not a lifetime, just get through that one day, that any part of that up will stand up to the things that try to take you down. And that's what it's all about. So, I have people that come on. Um, I've had an opportunity to interview a few celebrities. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, everyone is a celebrity. Um, some, some have had more exposure than others. <laughs> you know, um, I've had people come on and they share their stories. You know, And at the end, they also have a word of encouragement to those that are listening based upon their own experiences. So it's, it's a different angle. Uh, we get to introduce the concept of just being positive mm-hmm. daily. Daily. Um, <laughs> and, and, and like a, a message I'm hearing after listening to you is really one word, and that's present. Yes. Being present being in the present. moment that we have right now. Right. Um, what What is that like when when somebody thinks, when somebody comes to you with that, like, like, how, how do you help somebody stay present? Because that is one of the hardest things for us to do because we either thinking about yesterday or we worried about tomorrow. <laughs> so, right. so how do we do that? How do we keep people focused and present? Well, first of all, I want to share this story and I think it's one that we've all experienced if you drive a car. There are a lot of accidents that occur because our attention drifts from what we're doing. Instead of looking at the road, we're thinking about maybe an unpleasant conversation we left at home, maybe a business matter that has us preoccupied. Maybe we're excited about something and we go there instead of being where we should be, attentively where we should be, and then accidents occur. And so that same accident process happens in our lives on a daily basis. Example, if you have a companion, you come home from work, Maybe both of you have come home from work. 
no matter what has happened during the course of that day, in order to have a comfortable and profitable interaction, you both yeah. have to be present in that moment. Because if you don't, an accident's going to happen. You're not going to hear what they are saying to you, and you are going to jump in and say something that's just t- or nothing. You'll miss it. You'll disregard what they're saying because you're not there. Mm-hmm. And so practicing being present is a daily practice. You have to become aware. Once you say, I'm going to be present, you will become aware of the times that you are not present. And it's actually frightening when you start yeah. Deciding to be present. So every morning I ask God to help me be present. Well, I call it over. Open, present, and available. Oh, right. Ooh. You know, I'm adding that to my morning. Open, <laughs> present, and available because, um, you know, I would say I, I work every single day at being just like being in the moment. And my wife does a good job of of helping me make sure I stay there. Uh, you know, she, um, I have to, I've learned over the years that I will be so caught up in certain things that are getting ready to take place that I wouldn't present, I wouldn't hear what she's saying. Right. And she would feel like she wasn't heard. So uh, by being so focused on tomorrow, I was missing out on these, these moments and making, also hurting my wife, making her feel like she wasn't being heard. Sure, so sure. It's, it's it's really is just like I said it's like a, it's like a car accident it's like you're sitting there and you're thinking about you got to be present oh you gotta, man you got to be you know I, um, this covid experience mm-hmm. come to remind most of us how precious life is and how quickly it can be taken away mm. so it's important to really honor your life you know you, you have those moments we we look at a day or a week or a month but every second is an opportunity to enjoy your life, to be a joy to others, um, to be an encouragement to yourself first, and then to others. And being present is a part of that. And it, it's just not taking life for granted, but living deliberately. <laughs> All right. So I, I'm loving that. I'm loving that right now. I, I am going to you know, definitely make sure I, I focus on that, that present again. One of the things that helped me stay present, oftentimes I've learned, is to really be grateful and try to just focus on three or four things I can be grateful for that that day. And I think that helps me at times um, being present. How do you feel about that? Oh, gratitude is everything. Gratitude is the lifter of our heads because it keeps us from focusing on whatever is negative. Because those things are usually in the past. They're not in your present moment unless you allow them to be. Mm. So I, I am grateful for everything. I, you know, I, I come from old school. So in old school, we blessed everything that we had. You know, we blessed <laughs> our cars. We were grateful for our cars. We were grateful for our homes, our children. You know, we were even grateful for small things that people just take for granted today, like having a sofa. You know, you <laughs> Oh, wow, yeah. Right, you know, having a new sofa was a big thing. You were so excited. And you showed the gratitude for the things that you had by taking care of them and celebrating them. So I think that um, today if we would uh, require ourselves and be reminded just to be grateful for the smallest of things, I think our days would be a lot better. Happy. You know what? That's very powerful. That really is because 
the smallest things that they're not in our lives, we really miss them. But when they're sitting right in front of us, we kind of just assume that it's always going to be there. Just like I said, be thankful for a couch. Be thankful you're not sitting on the floor. Thankful you have a bed to lie down. Yes. Uh, uh, thankful you have some shoes or some clothes to put on. Um, just start being grateful. And you know, this is actually helping me right now. I don't know if you realize this. Uh, I, I need this talk right now. So anybody else listening, when they listen to this uh, interview, hopefully it really speaks to them as well. Is that uh, it really is really important. We all need it. We all need it. Right? I, I really love, by the way, the title of your podcast, Produce Your Own Life, because that's exactly what we have an opportunity to do mm-hmm. is produce our own lives. And you know that as you're producing something, sometimes it doesn't always come out exactly the way you want. And so <laughs> you have to go in and do some editing and some deletions and or rewrite on the copy. And so our lives are the same way. So I really, really, really love the title um, of your podcast, which is a constant reminder that it's our lives. And yeah. we have the opportunity to make them come out the way we choose to. And, you know, my title of the podcast came out of, like, really doing a lot of soul searching and getting very clear. And the fact is, is that, when you know, this is how I believe, like, when God created us, he was like, Go produce. And at times we'll be like waiting for things to happen, you know, in, in order for us to move. No, we have a job to go out and produce. And right. things will happen as we do it. I say, I'm the producer. I say, God is the EP, the, the CEO. He's the executive producer, CEO, but I am the producer. I have to get out and do something. There ain't nothing happening in my life. So that's why I, I entitled it that. I want to encourage people with that. I'm glad to hear you say that because a lot of people mm, so casually toss their problems and say, God will fix it. You know, <laughs> Jesus got this. <laughs> no, you, you got work to do. You know, we, we have the dominion and power. Yeah. And so we have to decide that we're going to use it. You know, God's not the garbage guy. You know, he's not coming by and picking up all your stuff. No. No. You gotta do that for yourself. And take uh, personal accountability. Personal accountability. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah just own it. Own it. Own <laughs> it's like, and, and you know what this has done for me? It's it's actually helped me with being a victim. You know, the whole victim blaming, like, oh, they didn't do this for me, or they didn't respond to this, or they didn't do this. It's like, no. At the end of the day, that person that I see in the mirror, I look at, no, no, you, bro, you, you need to be responsible for this. Right. If any, you know, let, let everything else happen as it's supposed to, but if you're not pulling your weight, don't say anything. Be no, quiet. No. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's a tough word, but it's a real word. It's like, if you, like, in this walk in the field of entertainment, and you know that people, uh, this there's no like roadmap for you know your level of success you want to achieve. There's nobody nobody can say, oh, you do this, you do that. All they can say is really stay the course, don't let you call to it, and show up every day. These are this is advice I've gotten from like you know people on um, like Jim um, Jim Perkins, who's Dr. Weber on Grey's Anatomy. My friend Bill Cobbs, actor. You know, these are the people 
tell me, man. I can't tell you exactly how, but I can tell you what to do. That's all I can tell you. So, like, if somebody comes to you, you've worked in the field and you've built a career. Like, what advice would you give us for longevity? Well, you know, it's, it's staying spiritually in tune with yeah. self. A lot of times we are, it's so easy to look at someone else and decide what they should do, what they should have said, how they should have conducted themselves. If they had done this, their lives would have been. <clears throat> but when we step away from that and deal with ourselves, then we create an energy that invites opportunities because we are prepared to receive them. You know, and not put stuff in an empty bag with a hole in the bottom and expect for it to stay there. It's not going to happen. So, you know, we, we have to create our own energy field by showing up every day as your friends told you. Show up. Just show up. Be on time. Be excited. Be prepared. You know, read your script. Be ready to try out. And before you know it, because you have set your goals and you set your own energy, you start drawing those opportunities to you because you're ready to receive them. And then once you get them, you have to stay on top of them with gratitude, with gratitude, which will bring more opportunities. Whatever it is you're looking for. Oh, so this is a full, full life journey. From what I'm hearing, this is not like you set a roadmap. Like when I graduated from college and I took a job in corporate America and stuff, you know, they would kind of paint a, a roadmap. You, know, right. you do this, you're going to make it to this level. You do this, you're going to make it to this level. When I left all that and ventured and went into the world of entertainment, which I love, it was like, I know I love it and I know I'm supposed to be here, <laughs> but what do I do? So I'm thankful for people like you. And, um, you know, because I know we've known each other for a short time, but I pay attention and I, I and I really do. I pay close attention. And, and you have a lot of wisdom and you offer a lot of uh, support that we need in this industry. So um, I, I think everybody should definitely be on your page. You know, <laughs> you know, if you want to invite them, I know it's like, a, you know, invite only, I think right now. But if you want to bring them in, people need you. People need you and uh, what you have to offer. So I really do believe that. I had a question about some, the plays. Um, do you have any plays that you're thinking about uh, putting together? I know with COVID, it's kind of put the theater, you know, on kind of back, you know, on the back back burner for a little bit. But uh, is there anything bubbling up in your spirit? Well, two yeah. things. A couple of things happened. Um, aside from COVID, I lost my spouse last June. Oh wow! So that just kind of like sap the energy out of me for quite a period of time. Um, and so now I'm getting back into uh, considering productions and things like that. Actually, mm-hmm. the first play that I ever put on a real stage, um, your friend, Cassandra Sanders, helped me to understand Final Draft and <laughs> what should or should not be in there and how to go about you know, things. And, and I gave her a really difficult time because, you know, when you know it's something, you have an idea, and initially you think you know, and then when you start putting it together, you realize, I really don't know that much about this. So um, that was uh, entitled Six No Uptown. Oh. a play about seven friends who meet every Friday night uh, at the same home, 
to play cards and what goes on in their lives as time evolves and they need to eat chicken wings and pop those cards down on the table. And, and it, it, it's a lot of fun. A lot of music involved, a lot of old school music, and it's a lot of fun. Um, I brought that to stage here in Las Vegas. Las Vegas has a lot of great library theaters. Mm. So um, we didn't have an empty seat in the house. It's at $3.99. They said we sat $3.66, but those seats that were available, nobody would ever want to sit because you couldn't see much, you know? <laughs> okay. So uh, it was very successful. I have another play uh, that I've brought to several library theaters, and I'm looking forward to moving this play to Broadway at some point. It's entitled No Labels. It's about a homophobic dog that gets adopted by a gay couple. And oh, okay. It has to go to therapy. So <laughs> we get an opportunity. Every play that I do has a social element to it. It's yes. not, it may be comedic, but it, but it, it invites people to, to do some thinking. And I found in writing no labels, everybody for the most part loves a dog. And so a dog can say things in character that are, would be offensive if I said them as a human, but coming from a dog, it's okay. It was acceptable. And yes. so, uh, yeah, so that worked out really well. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I also did a play called The, the Mam, Mam Show. It was a pairing of MAM, Moms Mayley, Louis Armstrong, and Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. We, uh, yeah, we had a live band uh, with the show. It really, really turned out well. And so I'm looking forward to bringing that back at some point. Man, it sounds like you definitely have a lot going on. And, uh, you know, are, how are you doing? I know you mentioned you recently lost your spouse. How, how are you doing? I am, you know, grief is a, it's an element that once it touches your life, it doesn't let go. Mm. So I am learning to live. In fact, that's my final chapter in my volume of book, both books. And it says, from me, from, excuse me, from we to me. Learning after 30 years with the same wonderful person, mm -hmm. how from that absence into being me. And um, that being me is a full-time job. And so, <laughs> and so it's saving me from hours of grief. I have my moments where I mean, I have my moments where I just, just break all the way down because yes. it's my life, you know, and the absence of a loved one, it's hard. But by the same token, going back to it, Living is the best job I have ever had. And I have to stay on my job. It was not intended for me to give up my job at this time. So my job is to give up everything and, 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 and be grateful that I'm alive and be grateful that I have my health and to do everything that I possibly can to honor what God has given me. And that's another day. And so mm. with that, I, I'm able to continue. Without that, I don't think I could make it. I love how you broke that down. And the fact is, um, when you know, when you're grieving someone, I don't think you ever like people say, Oh, yeah, I'll get over it. It's like, no, you'll never get over losing someone. No. Uh, you, you learn to live with it, right? And, and process. And one thing a mentor used to tell me is that you take it's almost like 
you know, you run in a relay race. And when they pass on, they're passing their baton to you. Right. And it's your job now to grab that baton and run a leg of your race for them. That's that's what you're doing. You're running for them, and eventually you go pass your baton to somebody else. So, yeah. so that's how I look at it. Um, I'm glad you explained it like that. Because there are a lot of people who are dealing with this yeah. right now. So many people are going through. Um, I just want to say that if anyone has lost a loved one during this COVID time in particular, my heart, my prayers, they, they are with you. Because this is an extraordinary experience. Normally, when a loved one passes on, it's always hard. But it's really difficult now under these circumstances for people that have not been able to get to the hospital. Um, they, their loved ones died alone. Um, to, to live with that kind of guilt and, 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 and knowing that it didn't have to happen this way. It just yeah. didn't have to get this far out of hand. That's a lot to process in addition to the loss of a loved one. So if you know someone who's lost someone, please encourage them and, and give them as much love and kindness as you possibly can because they are really going through something. I, I appreciate you. Get, I was actually going to ask if you have something to say to people who are listening. So we kind of like on sync with this right now. Um, I just really, I appreciate your time. I know I'm running up against my, my clock. Uh, but I wanted to make sure that um, I give you the opportunity to to let everybody know how one they you want them to stay in contact with you, supporting your plays, supporting the podcast, um, books that you may have, you know, in the future that's preparing or what's already out where we can get the books from. And uh, my producer, he'll be putting the notes in the the comments so people will know how to respond. Um, absolutely. My website is being built out. It's lawalker.life. Which I love that. I love your initials. <laughs> I, have a, uh, I have a Facebook presence, lawalker.life, which contains some small snippets of uh, what might be in the book um, that I began probably a year and a half ago um, that you can go there and read, but it will also contain an update to let you know that the website is ready. It will let you know the launch date of the volumes, which we're, we're looking forward to May 1st, and all the contact information. As far as the podcast is concerned, I also have a Facebook presence. Up is higher than down on Facebook. Um, they, it's an invite, so if you go to the page and you want to become a member of the group, just, just let me know that, and uh, we will get you in as a member of the group. And it's nothing, you know, formal. Everybody interacts. The page is not just about me. It's about up is higher than down. So everyone that belongs to the group, if they want to post something that they think is going to be positive and help someone through their day, they'll share that. If they want to share a story or a viewpoint, they do that as well. So it's just a space. It's a space where people can be free to be positive and not worry about having negative interactions because you know on social media people yes. have to get out of control and yes. say uh, stuff. So we don't have stuff on our page. We just have <laughs> we just have peace on our page. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank you so much for allowing me to share that information. I really appreciate this. Well, my the way I look at it is that I, I use whatever 
platforms God gives me to lift other people up as well. Um, if, if I'm not lift people love, what exactly am I doing here? Um, it's not. It's definitely not about me. I've learned that majority of your life, you know, you really want to live it. I, I live by a mantra: leave on E, which means I want to leave completely empty of every God-given gift I have. Um, yes. I don't want to make the cemetery rich by anything that God has put in me to do here. Um, so that, that's something that I live by. And at times it can cause you to type, kind of walk a little recklessly, <laughs> you know, but um, that, that's the life I have. Um, that's right. who I am and I love who I am and I accept that. Um, do you have a mantra or something like that that you, that you live by? Uh, I think I just pretty much shared everything I learned. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't know if you put it down into a couple of words, but I know everything, you know, it's, I, I got to leave on E because I was listening to um, speaker Eric Thomas. Uh, they call him um, E, uh, I forget what his nickname is, but um, he's one of the top motivational speakers in the world. And this is about five, six years ago, I was listening to him speak and he kept saying, leave on E and then he finally broke it down. And I was like, that's what I should be doing. That's what I should be doing. My purpose. And I love it. No regrets. I will have zero regrets when I leave this earth. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. So that's how I look at it. But, you know, LA, I want to thank you very much for being an incredible guest on my show. You are beautiful. You are incredible. You are wise. You're intelligent, artistic, creative. And we can't wait to see what else you go going to bring to us so that we can be built up. Um, so I thank you very much. And I want to make sure everybody, everybody listening, who's going to listen, who watch, watches this on my YouTube channel, make sure you get in contact with L.A. Walker. Your life will be better for it. I promise that. Thank you so much. I wish you the very, very best. I know that your career is going to take off because you have the right spirit, the right attitude, and you're giving of yourself. And all of those things are going to return unto you, I'm so sure of it. Thanks again for having me on the show. I actually needed to hear that this morning, so thank you. You know, uh, this interview has been, you know, very good for me today. <laughs> so. So that's that's another reason why I do this. I have beautiful people on the show because I think at times we need to just build each other up. So I, I thank you. And um, with that being said, I want to say to everybody, thank you because you've been watching, you've been listening to the Produce Your Own Life podcast. Uh, remember that life is a script. It's time to write yours. So with that being said, we will see you soon. Actually, we have another show coming up. In about 20 minutes, uh, I had a double header schedule. You know, I usually only do one interview on Tuesday. So I have a double header schedule, schedule with uh, Vince Robinson. So come back and join us in about 20 minutes. Once again, thank you to my incredible guest, L.A. Walker. And I will definitely be seeing you real soon. When I come to Vegas, I'm going to have to let you know I'm going to be in Vegas. Absolutely. Yes. I would love to meet you. And uh, I've done some work with uh, Sid Burston. Uh, I don't know if you know him, but uh, he's in Vegas. and film producer. I'm a part of a couple of his projects. So okay. uh, I've been to Vegas doing some work in the past six months. So I'll definitely make sure I let you let you know when I come. Please do that. I would love yes. that. All right. With that being said, enjoy your day and love peace.
Thank you for listening and watching the Produce Your Own Life podcast with Rodney Damon Collins. Be sure to rate, like, subscribe, and share on all podcast and social media platforms. If you have questions or would like to be a guest on the show, feel free to reach out to us anytime at ProduceYourOwnLifeTV at gmail.com. Remember, life is a script. It's time to write your story. Until next time, produce your own life.